Hi, I'm Brooke. And I'm V. And together we make... White Noise. It's a podcast about being pissed at Algonquin. It's also a podcast about not knowing how to spell Antigone. Beautiful. It's uh, October 17th, 8.30 yeah. at night. Yep, this is episode 16. Yeah, We're well 16. on our way. I, I know that people Something. are going to get sick of hearing me say this about the, the numbers <laughs> of the episodes, but 16 is like not a great number. I'm down. I like 16. Mm-hmm. Okay. Not vibing. Right. It's got a six. The six kill, kills it for me. I know. You don't like it. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> um, We're salty this episode. Yeah, this is a salty episode. Yeah. Mostly me. But you indulge me. In I was a little here. sad towards the end. It doesn't. Well, let's find out why. Yeah. All right. Because um, roll that. Roll that. Why do I? I never know how to do this. <laughs> Whatever. Let's get into it. That's I don't know too, either. That's basic. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. What's the what's the like typical like YouTuber? Hey guys. <laughs> Hi, welcome back like- to my channel. If you haven't already liked and subscribed, please do. Do you guys like hot fudge sundays? Is <laughs> like a Dora thing where like I, I'm supposed to answer, uh, but you don't no, it's hear over. it? Roll the tape. Okay. <laughs> oh, I, I hate it. <laughs> We're keeping it though, because I don't want to re-record. Yeah, 100%. Spooky, scary skeletons run shivers <laughs> down my spine. Hi, everybody. It's October. It is October. I'm so happy it's October. What a fun intro you just did. <laughs> I thought of it when you were telling me your modern horror story, which I think we could get into because this is Halloween. Yep. It is spooky season. And I want you to tell everybody about your boss. I And for the record, I'm not pressuring V into telling me the story. She said she was fine. Yeah before we hit record so I just thought that was a great segue that is a great segue and I'm gonna I'm gonna tell another anecdote before I tell the actual anecdote that you're referring to classic white noise podcast am I right (laughs) everyone at home will recognize god I feel like my voice got so much more animated and lively the second you hit record uh it did this is (laughs) my personified uh this is my podcast persona this is not who I was five seconds before I hit (laughs) got it we're recording oh that's so funny oh the masks we wear we perform for you people we do it's hard to believe I know yeah okay go ahead what are you what's your pre-anecdote to the anecdote my my pre-anecdote is that I so recently I started volunteering for the Denver Botanic Gardens Mm. I was volunteering on Friday night at an event called Ghosts in the Garden, an, an open air scare. It it was pretty cool, honestly. They they have all these storytellers like positioned around the garden, and so you like buy your tickets and you go in and you just like wander around to the different storytellers, and you're also allowed to go into the Wearing House. Have you heard of? Do you know about this? Are you okay? God, are you, damn are it. you being haunted? What? What's <laughs> yes. wrong? I think my cat is stuck underneath the deck and he's crying because I live in the basement and so he's by my window or he's outside my door. Okay. He's outside my door. I'll let him in. Keep telling your story. Okay. (laughs) 
Why is it this? We've been talking for at least 20 minutes. Yeah. At least the second, every time we hit record, it's always something. <laughs> Jesus. This is so funny. I think it's funny too. And she's not going to hear this until she listens to the episode, but I think it's really funny that, uh, Brooke is always the one that gets up and walks away. (laughs) It's really sweet hearing her say all the pet names of her cat. Is he out there? No, he's somewhere. I don't know. He's not outside my door. No, he's fine. Okay. I'll remember. He, I'll I'll find him later. Yeah. He's a smart cat. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) He'll live. Um, so I was volunteering at the Denver Botanic Gardens for the ghosts in the garden. And right. And they, scare. and they tell ghost stories. Ghost stories. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Martha. Why, why, why yes, bro, they tell ghost stars. <laughs> that was beautiful. Uh, ghost stars. Ghost, ghost stars. <laughs> that was amazing i'm so glad that just happened oh shit oh shit for anyone wondering for anyone wondering we are fine we're doing great we're both speak for yourself we're both fucking thriving right now oh geez okay so i was volunteering at the gardens and um they have these storytellers that are posted around the gardens and then they had us volunteers there were like five or six of us just stationed at different spots where like navigation is a little challenging just to decorated be and cute yeah it is yeah it was really cute it also was really cool to just like be in the gardens like as the sunset mm-hmm. and it went like from day to night like it was really it was it's just beautiful I love being in the gardens because you feel kind of transported yeah yeah anyway the denver botanical yeah 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 Yeah. the york street location at least Mm -hmm. um and uh yeah so like we were just kind of stationed around and a couple times people came up to me like oh are you one of the storytellers and i was i was like no but like i can tell you a scary story if you want and like a couple of people thought that i actually had like a ghost story or like (laughs) a ghost experience in the gardens or whatever like prepared and my go-to fucking like lame uncle joke was just to tell people that for lunch that day I had had week old leftovers. (laughs) (laughs) That was my scary story. Did anyone laugh? Yeah (laughs) actually they did which I was like I think I found my people. I think I found my crowd. Right Right. this is my audience the botanic gardens. The fucking botanic gardens is my audience uh yeah i i thought that was really funny one one group was like are you are you hearing list hearing for your cat are you listening for your cat yeah again? he's screaming at me are you sure you don't want to just go see yeah i'm gonna go get him okay um well i told you this the actual anecdote that you prompted me to tell uh, you already heard so i could just tell that that's true okay. okay that's a good point we can also learn how to edit <laughs> please okay <laughs> be back as soon as i can okay you enjoy <sighs> that where was he 20 minutes ago i don't know he's sabotaging this is us. my modern ghost story because i'm gonna get out there 
There's no cat. There's going to be no cat. <laughs> Supernatural. Okay. Tell yeah. your, super, and, you know, take natural. your time. All right. I'll be right back. Yeah. I'll go really slowly. I'm not going to go that slow. I promise. So the story that Brooke had prompted me to tell, this is going to be so weird to say it without her here to like banter with. Anyway, I'll survive. Brooke, I miss you. Uh, okay. So yesterday morning, which was Saturday, today is Sunday, the Saturday morning, 10 AM, I get a text from my boss. Now I work for a place that has technically five head honchos. They're the, the, the principals, right? So I get a text from my boss, one of the princip- one of the five principals. His name's on the front door of the place for context. Uh, and I don't work with him often at all. He, he really doesn't interact with me much. I'm an office manager, so like, why would he have to? Unless he's asking me to like order pens or whatever. So he texts me yesterday morning at 10 a.m. Saturday morning says V please cancel the Friday afternoon leadership check-in meetings entirely they will not occur anymore because you've been asked to do this previously please let me know if you have any questions thanks okay so like I'm kind of pissed because it's Saturday morning at 10 a.m and my boss texts me this and it sounds really snarky to me and I also yeah. Oh, did you find the cat? I did. And I fed him. And everything Brooke will is, be quiet. Brooke Whew. is back. Nice. That was actually very quick. I ran. I don't I don't know if I just really took my time, but I'm only through the first message from my boss. Perfect. Keep going. <laughs> okay. So I read the message and I was saying that uh I was I was pretty fired up because it was ten o'clock on a Saturday morning. five o'clock on a saturday (laughs) is that the day of the week in that song what do you mean uh the uh piano man billy yeah i think it's saturday that makes more sense on a saturday but it was 10 o'clock but it was 10 o'clock in the morning on a saturday yeah let's clarify we're actually we're actually just gonna become a uh uh, Billy Joel cover band. <laughs> Forget the podcast. <laughs> a Billy Joel acoustic duet. <laughs> acoustic duet. Acapella duet. <laughs> acapella. Thank you. That's yeah. Acapella. No acoustic works too. I could break out my ukulele. Learn how to play it. Uh-huh. We only have one song. Yep, that's it. It's just, just piano, piano man. man. Oh man, that'd be great. Well, I might be getting fired tomorrow, so I'll be looking for literally any way to scrounge up cash so maybe it'll maybe that's the move you and i can just start abandoned and then on the side you can write ghost stories yeah sounds great okay so i'm pissed and i also thought that the line in that text because you've been asked to do this previously please let me know if you have questions i thought that was very sassy it's not looking good for you that's that's a mean disappointed parent thing to say yeah it is actually it's just a mean disappointed boss thing to say yeah for sure previously and 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 i was saying this to brooke previously can be a mean word oh my god 
yeah it really that's can. basically like fuck you fuck you why that's haven't you that... done this yet yeah yeah the fuck are you doing over there how hard is this how hard is yeah this? yeah just do it that's what that's job's... Your job's not even that hard. Why can't you do this one simple fucking thing? It's like, okay, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. Okay, anyway, so. um, Joke's on him when we this podcast blows up and he listens to it. I mean, I haven't said his name, but he'll he'll know. You know, you know who you are. <laughs> like, it, literally, his name isn't important. It doesn't matter. So. His name is Aglonquin. Ooh, see how yeah. unimportant that is yeah. <laughs> to the story i don't know but that's a cool name so like we're <laughs> gonna keep that all right so uh, algonquin says says that message and i i was a little fired up i also told brooke i was frustrated because the the meeting that he's asking me to cancel it's an invite that i own so i'm the only person that can cancel it so like fine sure i i should have done that however they have changed their minds about 4,000 times about what they want this meeting to be. Like if it's going to be once a month, if it's going to be every other week, if it's going to be the like second the- and fourth Fridays of the month, if it's going to be weekly, like this whole shit, right? So it's like, I don't feel bad for not canceling it. I also don't remember someone asking me to cancel it. So like, that's also a little sus. I don't know. Uh, this is the personification I bet of working in an office what you're just describing like they don't know what to do about the stupid meeting that also just doesn't matter exactly like there's been a lot of discussion about something that literally is so unimportant yes meetings meetings that could be emails yeah 100 percent. and also this is the epitome of my position which is like to be the one that everyone dumps these little quote-unquote little tasks on and then like i get shit on like when shit changes and it's totally out of my control but like I'm the one that gets shit on because I can't keep up with you know the like 13 million balls that are in the air anyway so he texted me that I was like all right that's a very simple thing to do I can literally do it from my phone I'll do it real quick and then I'll respond so I did it I canceled (laughs) the meeting and then I said done in in reference to canceling the meeting I said, I understand this was a special case because it was something that was overdue on my part, but in the future for non-urgent work-related items, could you please contact me during the week? Thanks, Andy. Thanks, Algonquin. (laughs) (laughs) Whoops. I was was reading. I I got lost in it. Oh, whatever. His response is, I've sent an invitation to chat at 2 p.m. Monday. Oh. And he sent me an Outlook invite. So, so naturally i start absolutely losing my shit i was like crying. this is this is the scary story this is this this is the scary this is the, oh, yeah like if you story. didn't if you didn't feel a rock just drop into the pit of your stomach then you have no empathy at all. i got a little anxious yes and on heart like literally got a little physically anxious after i read it when you sent it to me I was yes like, this isn't even me and i can't handle this fucking text yeah that's how i fucking felt yesterday so because I have a need to please authority figures and mm-hmm. I hate that about me I have I wish I could be like fuck thing. the police but I'm like there they are and we need to like bow when we see them even though I fucking hate them yeah yeah I'm the I same hate way it. where it's like in my mind yeah absolutely fuck the police if Do I you also or pulled over by a cop I'm like the most demure, oh yeah obedient and I'm like that with shit bosses. on the earth 
and I like to keep my bosses at an arm's length. Like I'll be very respectful, but I'm not joking around with you. Yeah. yeah, I can't, I can't do it. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's so stressful because there's a power dynamic and yeah, it's the power. Yeah. Yeah. So and the age, usually, usually. And the age, yeah, usually yeah. there's an age difference. And the money. I think it's the money. I think if it was all mm-hmm. volunteer, I'd be like, go well, fuck the yourself. The money's the power. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Yeah. Well, that's I mean, point. it's like the the money and the influence. Is the incentive the is a big part of it. Yeah, that's why we're there. Yeah, exactly. Why we work. Well, but, and that's the thing. So, okay, let me, I'll, I'll explain the rest of this. This, this, this exchange ah, and classic then... us getting off off topic <laughs> on topic at the but it's time. but it is on topic and like I want to say more about the culture of the place that I work because I think it has a lot to do with what you just said okay okay so he sent that message I sent an invitation to chat at 2 p.m monday I said can I ask what you'd like to chat about because I think that's fucking fair because I think if you're gonna fucking ruin my Saturday I should at least get a little bit of a hint about what you want to fucking talk about he said wait wait wait, everyone everyone hold on your goddamn horses edge of your seat are you sweating oh my god go watch a cartoon after she says this because this is the one where I was like oh really this is the one that got you the most this is the one that got me (laughs) I was like, oh my God. And what a fucking dick making you wait till 2 p.m. Not like first thing Monday morning. uh, I I just want to get this up. But no, he's going to make you fucking wallow in your stress and anxiety. Yeah. Yeah. All day. All right. All all right. Lay it on us. What did he say? He said, I said, can I ask what you'd like to chat about? He said, to clarify, insert company name, to clarify our needs our needs and expectations for your position oh can we edit in a scream (laughs) yes i absolutely will and i'm gonna write that down so i don't forget that could be the the title of the episode can we edit in a scream (laughs) okay i love that i actually love that so much oh my god hey we need to it it was almost like he was like get this done you're like hey i'm actually gonna set healthy boundaries because i'm not working all the time and please don't do that and he was like oh you want to fucking tell me yeah you want to tell me all right i'll fucking tell you Mm -hmm. we're gonna discuss your position in the company that is exactly how it felt to me like i was being punished for trying to set boundaries mm-hmm. even though because I was like I was very intentional I I spent a lot of time crafting that message where I asked him not to reach out to me on the weekends because I was yeah. like okay I need to own up to the fact that like there was this thing that I didn't do I'm not trying I was trying really hard not to be disrespectful I was fucking pissed so I was like trying not to let that come through too much and <laughs> Yeah, and I I was really proud of the message that I sent because I was like, I feel like it's, I don't know. To me, it was as professional as I could come up with and still right. and still be firm and set my boundaries. Yeah. And this is, this is why I said that like the culture of this company, this is why what you said before I read that last message really resonated because like, you said, you know, we're just there for the money, but that's the whole issue with this place is that 
they pretend like they're not there for the money they use that language of like we're not a company we're a family and it's like the most unhealthy shit that you could ever imagine there's people who have children who come into work work from eight to five usually don't take a lunch break usually eat at their desk it's the kids no, no, no. Sorry. Like this, these are people with kids. Oh, 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 like oh. Co-workers that I have who have children. Got it. They come in, they work from eight to five. They go home to their families and have dinner. When their kids are put to sleep, they come back to the office at like nine or 10 at night and they work until like midnight, one in the morning. That's like a normal fucking thing. Like, can you a, edit in a, a scream? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> what the fuck i'm so serious dude and it's so fucking toxic and it's such bullshit and they like are you fucking kidding me i'm not kidding i this is like legitimately oh my god and i truly feel like people that work 50 hour work weeks are considered slackers there so my ass works a 40 hour work week because i am not about this fucking capitalistic bullshit life at the end like on their deathbed are they gonna be like fuck i wish i worked more yeah probably what? probably yeah i would not be surprised and i was so and glad i, I missed this- watching my kids grow up because i mm-hmm. needed to be at the office yeah a hundred percent no they think they do it's crazy yeah i and don't have good enough work ethic i like doing other things that's okay but this is what pisses me off right because this is where my head goes like I I go to a very self-deprecating place when I get scolded about literally anything from oh me too any authority figure right me too to be fair I yeah I go to that place where like I'm a piece of shit because I don't work hard enough like I am a bad person I am bad because I did bad and now someone has to scold me about it and like what they say is just confirming all of these horrible nasty things that, that I, already I already think say about myself. yeah, yeah. I do too. which is such horseshit so I was, I was telling Brooke about this too already so she's hearing this for the second time but I was I literally didn't get out of bed for the rest of the day I kind of hope that Algonquin listens to this episode at some point <laughs> Algonquin <laughs> so that he understands uh, sir I'm sorry that the name I created for you is much better than your given name <laughs> I'm not sorry at all. It's much better. But like, I I almost want him to listen to this just to understand the level of influence that he has. Like, and and this is another thing, right? So yeah. this is this. When you quit, you can be like, back. "Hey, episode sixteen, bitch." <laughs> I should text it to him. That would be really fucking funny. Uh, That's right. I, I called know you a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I'll never meet you. I heard heard you recently lost your office manager. Are you hiring? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, that'd be so funny. Oh, geez, that would actually be really, I'll be really good for like six months and then I'll definitely start to fade away. But that's going to be a hell of a six months. But that's the thing is like, that's how, that's how these positions always are. Like, it's really hard to keep people in administrative roles because it's such bullshit, unrewarding work and everyone around you takes advantage of you and doesn't give a shit about what you do and doesn't recognize you for it. And it's not even 
like being recognized is a drop in the bucket right like it's just boring shit and I'm not dissing anybody that does it obviously I've been doing it for two years because it is the most comfortable I have ever lived as an adult and I still live paycheck to paycheck like I still don't have money saved up. I still really struggle when I, you know, move to a new place and I have to pay double rent one month, you know, like, yeah, yeah. but it's the most comfortable I've ever Mm. been as an adult out of college in terms of, in terms of the amount of money I take home. So that's why I, I, I kind of want him. So that, that's another thing that goes back to the culture of the place I work at. They think that they are very non-hierarchical. They think there are no bosses, quote unquote. Um, they even used to be weird about using the language of like interview when they brought someone in to like. What would they call it? A date? I don't know. <laughs> Who fucking knows? But, and <clears throat> I think I think that that used to work for them because they used to be a much smaller company than they are now. But now they've yeah. grown a lot. Yeah. And they've outgrown all of these things right so like this guy doesn't consider himself to be my boss and so he texts me at 10 a.m on a saturday fucking morning telling me that he wants to chat with me on monday at two i worked there for two years and i've had probably 10 conversations with this man he's he's twice my age he is capable of firing me yeah he's your boss he's my boss and he thinks that he he probably makes way more money money than I do and yeah he, he definitely does he can, and he thinks that he can send me that message and, and I'm not saying that like in an ungrateful way like I they pay me well for the job that I do and he still makes a lot more money than I do yeah but he's also at the office till nine he's also at yeah yeah well that's that's actually what's kind of funny is like he's one of He's one of the principals who um, spends a lot of time out of the office. He was one of the most vocal about people coming back to the office after COVID mm-hmm. because it's so important and architecture is so collaborative and all that stuff. But he's also one of the principals who's most rarely in the office. Party. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, Algonquin, if you ever listen to this, I hope you know that you ruined my Saturday and also it sucks that I'm going to get scolded by you or potentially fired I kind of hope that you fire me because I would like a kick in the pants to go find another job even though it would be really stressful and scary for a little bit and oh I had another one that was good forgot it I hope you know you ruined my Saturday did I say that already Mm mm-hmm shit oh oh the other one is fuck you pal i have lived through much worse Mm -hmm. than you fucking scolding me and i don't really feel bad for not doing a good enough job for you because like you don't know a goddamn thing about my life yeah the shit shit i have lived through if he knew even an ounce of the shit i've lived through like fuck you dude yeah it's hard and listen i don't know what he's lived through i don't know what you don't and i and i had to check myself on that because i i'm definitely in my head 
this is not something I'm proud of, by the way. This is like something I'm trying to check myself on. In my head, I see a middle-aged white guy and I just see privilege written all over him, right? So like I, in my head, I'm like, he's lived a perfect life. He has a, a wife and kids and a house, a nice house and all this stuff. And so in my mind, you know, he hasn't had any struggles. Obviously that's not <clears throat> the case. But also it's really hard to humanize him in this situation because what he did was so fucking mean and disruptive and rude and insensitive. And it's like, I don't, I, I really don't like people who are, have privilege or have power. If you have privilege and or power, you have to recognize it because if you operate as if you don't have it, like you're gonna have no clue the the impact that you have on people. Like I, I think he genuinely might think that that didn't affect me. I also think that he is in the position where he thinks you care or he thinks you should care as much as he does. Yes, but people yes. are only gonna care as much as you pay them. Exactly. And also, I'm in a very different role. Like I'm the I'm the odd person out. I'm the one that's not doing what everyone else that works there does. I'm the one that's doing the admin stuff. And it's soul crushing. Like, I think that he's very fulfilled by what he does. And that's awesome. But that's also a privilege. Yeah. Like, that's is. another thing. I have not, since graduating college, I have not worked a job that I actively enjoyed. Yeah, me too. Uh, that's not true. I liked working at the old folks home. But, yeah, it, but, but that's it paid. Not but it paid dirt like literal yeah. dirt i made so, when i worked I at my like, old folks home like nine dollars yeah i think for me it was like 11 something are you about to sneeze god damn you oh I'm shit sorry. i i always do <laughs> yeah you do i get really what is it why does that break a sneeze i don't know that's I, a weird I always, thing. I always forget that it breaks a sneeze. And so like I see someone doing the face and I just get really proud of myself for like recognizing the face that they're making. And then I say it out loud and then they're like, fuck you. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. That's yeah, all right. I don't think it was going to happen anyway. Um, yeah, my old folks home, I think only paid like $9 an hour, but that was in 2011. Oh, yeah. I, I made 11 something and that was in 20. 17 2017 yeah. into 2018 yeah for a couple months needless to say that's the only job i've enjoyed since since graduating college and even in college i had jobs i hated i hated being an ra yeah I, yeah i worked at like the front desk of this you know student center main building with everything and mm -hmm. that was mm -hmm. that was fine because there were cool people but it was boring I worked in the in the writing. You just do homework. Yeah, you basically just sit and do homework. And you'd have to like set up for events sometimes, whatever. But um yeah, I oh man. I I just remembered something else that Algonquin did this week that kind of upset me. What? So he asked he asked me to put up uh some we have boards with images like that are it's like vision that, like, boards i mean kind of uh they're um it's like that it's not cardstock i'm forgetting the like foam core boards mm -hmm. right? like thick poster board with images and he was like hey can you i put 
four of these images, you know, split between two of our conference rooms. Can you just hang them up? Because I think it would look nicer. We have some, um, not cork, like corkboard type material that I, that, to like pin them onto. And I was like, yeah, sure, I can do that. So I did it. <laughs> and, then, and then he texted me the next day and was like, hey, can you please reset those so that they're even and look good? <laughs> Something like that. I forget. He didn't say it like that. I'm gonna look because I'm, I'm a petty. I'm a Can petty you edit person. in a scream? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so he said, uh, "About Gwanquin." He said, "Okay." He sent me a message with like a couple things. Um, one of okay. them. Can you do like, that thing that you did yesterday, but better? <laughs> yeah. Exa- exactly. And I was like, <laughs> so dumb. Uh, okay, so he he had texted me what he wanted to have for lunch that day. So I was ordering him and uh, a couple other people in the meeting lunch. Um, so he said what he wanted. I said, thanks, you got it. He said, you know, add this food item, whatever. I just sent a little like thumbs up emoji because he's used that before. Well, he used that. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Anyway, and then he said a few more things. Can you order so-and-so new business cards and anyone else that did not receive? Put some sanitizer in all conference rooms, which one of the other principals asked me to do like three weeks ago, and I did it. There's conf- there's already hand sanitizer in all of the conference rooms. Anyway, put some sanitizer in all comp rooms. Reset the boards you pinned up so they're level and aligned. <laughs> Were they not level or aligned? guess not I mean I tried I didn't have like a fucking level on me and also I was like I have other shit to do I'm not gonna spend a fucking hour like pinning up these are you salary or that are literally on salary okay which is another thing that's why I'm very I'm I think that salaried employees at places like that get really fucked over because like if a salaried person works a 60 hour work week that greatly detracts from the value of their salary like obviously absolutely as a salary (laughs) worker it's so funny they want you to work 100 hours but it's like no no no. I'm trying to work figure out how I can do the least amount of work yes yes yeah I feel like yeah salary work is all about how to be efficient like how do I get the shit done super fast exactly and it should be a thing where if your work is done, you get to go home. Yeah. Yeah. But 100%. you don't. You have to stay there for eight hours. Yeah. Yeah. So whatever. I agree. That would be so nice. Yeah. It's also, we don't have to talk about my stupid job the whole episode, but okay. I'll say this too, that um, a lot of people have left recently. Mm. A lot of people have started recently and they are drowning in work because they took on too many opportunities oh no and now don't have the staff to oh. match to match the people so i think so that he's I, also just stressed yes and that's i was gonna say i think that that's also playing into this a bit where it's like i think that they want everybody all hands on deck all the time 24 7 blah 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 all this shit and I'm like 
that's not fucking fair. Like the, the principals are the ones who decide what opportunities they want to take on and engage mm-hmm. with. Yeah. You can't be taking it out on me if you fucked up your job yeah. and you didn't plan for all of these opportunities. Yeah, shit rolls downhill. That you now can't staff. Yeah. I know it does, but it's like to me that's that's the kind of stuff I have to like armor myself up with to go into that conversation tomorrow. Yeah, and you gotta wait till two. And I have to wait till two in the fucking afternoon. Yeah. Such such bullshit. He's gonna make you work a full day and then you're he's gonna and fire then fire you. me. <laughs> <laughs> I will say though, honestly, if he fires me, like I'll get on unemployment, which will help for a little bit. And then he's not gonna fire you. I, I doubt it. He's there's no way. <laughs> It would be different if you've had like seven conversations in the past two months sure, about your, sure. but this is the first one. You're not getting fired. I know. You're going to get scolded. I know. I know. Honestly, I would rather get fired. I know. Cause then you not, have to not, face him again. Not always, but like in this particular situation, I would rather get fired than scolded. Well, time to find a new job. Yeah. I've been, that's the thing that's scary on to be, to be serious for a sec is like, I've been looking really hard for another job for a long time finding a job is hard it's impossible that's what i've decided it's not possible (laughs) i think i think it's i think the thing that's hard i think finding another job in your own industry can be easier depending on the timing and all of that like in this industry that i'm in most places are hiring right now but i mean we are you know like we're 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 one of those um but I think when you're trying to, and that's not to say it's not like it is still, it's still challenging. I just think it's less complicated than trying to switch careers. Yeah. Fields. And even if you just tried to do a different office management job, that would be easy to find. It's that getting your be, foot into a new door. That's hard. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And that's the thing. Like, I'm so fucking miserable at this job. Like, I don't want to get another office management job because I know yeah. that I'll just be miserable there too. Yeah. And I feel the need to say that, like, uh, this is not me poo pooing office manager jobs or secretary jobs. Like, I, again, I, I have been able to, like, this job has afforded me a lot of comforts in the last two years. And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm always going to be grateful for that. And I also get to mm-hmm. recognize that the culture is not a good fit for me and is mm-hmm. not healthy in my eyes and this is my, <laughs> my fucking depressed anxious ass wrote I wrote myself a letter from from today v to tomorrow morning v to help her out because I think she's gonna be a little anxious but that's one of the th- actually I have the notebook in front of me I should just realize just that was one of the things that I talked about in my letter to myself was uh <laughs> okay one little scolding from an overinflated <laughs> that's fine he's never gonna listen to it sorry Algonquin <laughs> one one little scolding <laughs> one little scolding from an overinflated middle-aged white guy whose only purpose comes from work despite having a family and who undoubtedly makes a lot more money than you do that will not be the thing that kills you you fucking bad ass bitch yeah this is gonna be at most a teensy little scrape 
yeah it's just gonna be him saying yeah. hey step it up like yeah, we can exactly. ask for the simple thing it's like it's and one I'm of those gonna, that I'm it's gonna, gonna take... be stressful before it's gonna be yeah. stressful during and then yeah. afterwards you're gonna be like yeah that wasn't that bad it and I'm gonna my weekend for no reason yeah exactly and I'm gonna do my best to take the wind out of his sails a little bit mostly out of spite and I'm just gonna be like yeah I agree with you I've been going through a really hard time personally and you know I'll do my best to step it up from here yeah is that all can I can I go now yeah <laughs> can I get back to my job yeah <laughs> so I said <laughs> I'm gonna read you a little bit more because this is more uh, like why I started reading this uh so that his values and yours misaligned drastically neither are less than but remember which are yours and which are his your values are right for you <laughs> the next thing i say is mean <laughs> his, <laughs> his fragile ego and 30 year old deep-seated unhappiness are not your responsibility <laughs> if he comes at your work ethic so be it <laughs> you survived depression a pandemic living your life as a woman he's got nothing on you he doesn't know you has never tried to and doesn't deserve to i love you you fucking rock and you won't be you won't be stuck there forever i won't allow it just slide that across the table <laughs> well, then i get fired <laughs> yeah you would <laughs> yeah i was yeah it sucks because it's like that took me you know it's all it's all well and good to say that and we can have a laugh about it now but that took me a day of crying and like drowning myself in youtube videos and smoking weed and eating pizza to like even get to a point where like i could write myself if write my future self a letter in the hopes that she maybe doesn't have a day where she's just riddled with anxiety until this is it also, conversation is it oh, also kind of like why the fuck am i gonna try hard when i have nowhere to go in this company that's oh my god brooke that is a huge huge part of it and, and you could work there for the rest of your life and you will still just be the office manager exactly and that is like one of the biggest things so like i i think about this all the time so I've almost been there for two years. So I've had one annual review since, since working there. And I tried to like broach the subject of, you know, wanting, I think the way that I said it, instead of saying, I hate what I do, <laughs> I said, I want more stuff that I can like sink my teeth into. Like I want more interesting shit to do. Interesting shit to do basically was what I was trying to say. I mean, in a way, I guess it kind of sounds like I was just asking for more work, but whatever. So <laughs> I I brought that up in my review and they were like, yeah, that's great. We love that, that initiative and like make it happen. Like you figure it out. You figure out what it's going to be. I was like, what? <laughs> I'm sorry, what? <laughs> How am I supposed to? And this is the thing, right? It's like, so there was an office manager not the one before me but the one before that yeah so who still works there she's now their marketing director mm -hmm. but they already had that in mind for her when they hired her like they already knew mm. that like you know like zoom out you know long-term view of the company they wanted to have a marketing person because they were getting too big to not and they needed help with 
proposals and things like this, whatever. And so, like, she comes from a marketing or communications background, I forget which, in terms of, in terms, that's like what her uh, uh, bachelor's degree is in. Mm-hmm. Right. So they knew when they hired her, and she knew when they hired her that that yeah. was going to be something that she could transition into. So it's like they were already making space for her to do that. Yeah. And then she she was like one foot in both areas for a long time where she was like, and she even described it to me. She was like, yeah, like for, you know, once I started doing the marketing stuff, it was like, you know, I'd be up at, I'd be ordering pencils at 10 o'clock at night. So she was basically doing two jobs. And then they finally hired another office manager so that she could focus on her marketing job. Like, that's the fucking way that they operate. They act like they're so scrappy. And they were once upon a time, but they're not anymore. And But they haven't dealt with that. They haven't acknowledged it. And they haven't changed the way that they operate. And it's fucking failing. They're losing people left and right. Yeah. Good, and they're not... good people. Good, hardworking people. Yeah, and it sounds like they're not trying to figure out why they're losing so many people yeah I mean that's how that's how I felt like it was at REI when when we were both there I mean you're like I I always felt like management was so baffled at why they had such a high turnover rate and I'm like why do you fucking think that's when we were all getting paid I- like 12 bucks an hour too yes they like, raised it but it's like yeah yeah it's like you don't pay not, any money yeah it's a that- shit job you it's know what it is for me? It's a job where you have to put up with people fucking abusing you. That's what it is for me. Yeah. That's what it fucking is for me. Yes. In the name of what? In the name of fucking capitalism. There was a, a cashier who told me a story before he left. Yesterday he said, oh, this fucking lady. She comes up and she puts down a map and a pair of gloves on the counter. And he said, is that all for you today? And she said, there's a better way to say that. And then she said something like, can I help or whatever she said? I can't remember. It doesn't matter. And he's like, go fuck yourself. Yeah. Are you out of your mind? In oh what realm God. do you live in where you think it's rude for me to say just these two items for you today? Yeah. And not, I even it, said it bitchier yeah. than he probably did. Like, yeah. Is yeah. this for you yeah. today? Like, I'm not missing anything. You're all good. Fine. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Also lady, yeah. you're like my last customer. I'm doing this for eight hours. I don't. Yes first of all what I said was fine and second of all let's talk about how rude it is that you're saying this to me you demand respect I demand respect yes a hundred percent but that's what it is for me that's how that's how it should be in the fucking name of capitalism one company once upon a time said the customer is always right and now every again a power dynamic so so, because a hundred percent if you talk back to that person or if you try Mm -hmm. to set healthy boundaries in a respectful yeah. fucking way like please don't yeah. text me at 10 o'clock you get in trouble morning. you get in trouble you get fucking you get, sold. you get your wrist you know slapped. what though i read this on the internet tumblr and it's <laughs> so true They're like uh being in trouble is a made-up concept so just yeah. you'll never be in trouble again like it's not real yeah. there's no and such thing as being I, in trouble but that's that's like some god level shit like i <laughs> i want to get there yeah that's so a different level than i'm a badly but I am such a people pleaser that it, it like it pains. I'm working on it. I will say I was really proud of myself today when I was like, wait, pause for a second and think of the shit that you've lived through. And then think about this stupid guy 
who disrespected you, who broke mm-hmm. one of your boundaries, and then who threw a fucking hissy fit when you I find when that you tried to set your boundaries up again. Yeah, the older people are, the harder it is for them to adjust to the new standard of boundaries. Oh my god, yes. Yes. I hope I, I find don't get like that. Middle-aged and elderly people are really, really bad at understanding when, especially when younger people say, hey, this is not okay. And for, you know, in order for this relationship to work, this is what you need to do for me. I, this is healthy and yeah, it's not even like demand. It is a little demanding, but I mean, boundaries are hard. It's hard to respect them and it's hard to ask for them. And you just, I think it's hard to do the work of showing up. I think it's way harder to ask for them than it is to respect them, though. I think that's because of who you are as a person. Oh, that's fair. Okay, I guess, like, in the context of this, like, I'm thinking about my boss. I'm thinking about Algonquin. Algonquin probably thinks that you're some ungrateful bitch because he gives you all this money to do simple things and you can't even do it. And he works so much harder than you. And you can't even be bothered. Like, he's at the office and you're at home and you can't even. That's what he's thinking. He's yeah. not looking outside the realm of his own story. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Which is, Which is so... super hard to do. And, and it, he, in yeah. a little bit in defense of him and everyone else who's middle-aged and sure. elderly, uh, they didn't grow up in a culture that was right, um, like emotionally intelligent. You that just very eat true. your wife and drank. Jesus. And then your wife yeah. chain smoked and forgot to feed the kids. That's the way it yeah, was. Yeah. And obviously not yeah. for everybody. I'm making light of a situation, but yeah, but it's he just yeah. doesn't have the he doesn't have the language, he doesn't have the tools, he doesn't have the capacity. Right. right. And I'm using him as kind of like a y'all, they, you know, they don't have yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. We're them, we're, ge- we're generalizing for sure. We're generalizing yeah. for sure, but I I want to push against that though, because like the thing the thing is that those tools are available now those tools technically were available no there's i doubt it i would be very surprised those tools were available when he was coming of age but they were highly stigmatized more so than they are now i mean they're still stigmatized but like you know what i mean it's like i i can hold room for i can hold space for like the world that he grew up in and what he considers to be the norms and I can hold space for the fact that like he's an adult now and it's on him to deal with his shit like I don't have a, I don't have a ton of patience for people that like refuse who aren't self-aware to and work on themselves or to be self-aware like, like it's, yeah like it's people don't hard, though but, but the but like people just don't it feels like for me, the people that I know, most of the people that I know who are of a certain age, they just are so stuck in who they are. Which is terrifying which to me. Hate. That is like legitimately one of the things that scares me about getting I, old. Me too. I, I hate I'm not that. scared of getting wrinkles. I'm not scared of being right. flabby. I don't care about that. I I'm am scared, scared of being so stuck, stuck in my, my ways. Yeah. And that I'll get jealous of all of the things that the younger generation has that I don't, because that I think is also that part of is what's also play. a fucking crazy thing when yeah. parents they make have fun better of their than kids yeah. for the technology and the phones and this and that. And I'm like, bitch, if you, if there were cell phones in the seventies, you bet your fucking ass, you would have one and be on it. Like you are not so far above technology that if it was provided to you, like shut 
up. Yeah. Also, yeah. also if, you, if you're really so don't far want above things, it, yeah. then why are you always on your phone? Yes. Oh, my God. Why are you texting me on Saturday morning at 10 a.m.? <laughs> Like back in the seventies, oh, we played outside. Place. Well, we still play outside, yeah. but we're also able to like film it on a cell phone and send it to our yeah. friend who's across the country. So, yeah. like, sorry. Like, I know that yeah. you would have done bad. that too if you could have. Yes, exactly. And you do it now. And also, do you did you really want the world to just stand still? Did you not? Yeah. Want your Why do we all grow up with yeah, more than know. you had? seriously like you can't uh, you'd have weird. a hard time convincing me that that's actually true yeah and isn't that a sign that society's moving forward is it that we're not getting into it i don't know i mean it, it is and it isn't right like it's it's one of those things where like there's a a friend of mine sent me um <laughs> sent me a ted talk i feel like ted talks are my my version of tumblr for you like Tumblr yeah it feels like uh the take and ted talks yeah the take and the take and ted talks i guess i haven't talked as much about i <laughs> i used to watch ted talks even more than i watch them now when i was in college and i mentioned that to one of my professors <laughs> and she dead ass looked me in my face and said i think you need to get out more <laughs> <laughs> what a mean thing to say Jesus I was so taken aback and it was funny I, I think that the I think the issue there was that um I, this is like a very strange this is so changing the topic very much but um there was this really strange phenomenon I encountered in college where like people thought that I just didn't do anything except for school like Mm. I I would like go to a party. I think you and you and I have definitely talked about this before. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would go to a party and see classmates, and they'd be like, "Oh my god, you drink! Like, what the heck? That's crazy!" Like all this, I was like, "Yeah, I'm fucking, I'm 19 and I'm in college. What are you fucking in fucking Erie, Pennsylvania? What else would I do?" <laughs> like, study. I sure as shit wasn't doing that not on a uh, Friday night. do you want to hear the meanest thing a professor I know I've told you this has ever said to me and it yes. has stuck with me there's a few things that other teachers in high school there's oh, this stupid bitch I hated her in high school oh, shit. whatever uh this guy though I remember sitting there like baffled like I don't know like what to stunned. say to him oh god so the way it worked it was so unfortunate because I had to take biology that semester it's my senior year and it just so happened because he randomly assigned when our projects were due because it was a um it wasn't a traditional lecture classroom it was a what do they call it a seminar oh, so yeah, it's yeah. smaller and like, students teach students essentially and it just yeah. happened by the fate of God that my big projects and papers were always due on the exact same day I had a biology test. Oh, so I always had to juggle and I should have just gone to him and be like, can I please trade with somebody? Because I'm not good yeah. at science. I don't get science. I have to take this test. I have to pass the class to graduate. Mm -hmm. I have to pass your class to graduate. And I just do me a yeah. fucking solid. Yeah. But I didn't because I was 19. No, I was 20. Mm -hmm. I was 20 years old. And so right. we, everyone before their big presentation, which you had to, you had to create a presentation that lasted, I think an hour and a half. Oh, geez. You had Holy to like, shit. you had to like write a lecture and give it. 
Oh my so God. It was a huge project. And I also had a biology test that day and you had to write a paper and you did do a smaller. You know what that um, sounds like? It sounds like a lazy teacher. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, no uh, one project is a uh, uh, teacher class. I don't yeah, want to for the whole semester. <laughs> the whole yeah, semester. honestly, yeah. honestly, nobody liked that class. No one did super well. I think one yeah. person got an A. No one else got an A. What the heck? Uh, yeah, he gave us all B's or B pluses. No one person got. Oh, an a. She, she was incredible. Just... She got. She was a valedictorian of the art history. Oh, okay. So you're like department. Yeah, so she was super like. Like that was whatever. bound to happen. So of course she got an A. So she's we an, have she's to an outlier. <laughs> this is where. <laughs> be prepared to insert a scream because he said to me <laughs> and it was one-on-one I get in there he sits me down and he's like yeah well whatever whatever he introduced and he said yeah I've been honestly pretty disappointed by you when you first came into class you looked really smart oh. <laughs> <gasps> what the fuck and I didn't know what to say like oh well, glad I look smart too bad I'm a fucking moron I'd have been like quit fucking quit fucking looking you creep I'm 19 years old fuck you I had to Jesus Christ I I just have to I have to pause you and say and of course I don't mean this but fuck man holy shit yeah he was old and gross fuck man okay okay man you looked really smart like what does that even mean that's and then so fucking, oh my god the i had to take there. him I can't even. for i know i had to take him for um summer school no because i needed life. two Seriously? more classes to graduate he didn't remember me he had no idea who i was and he loved me and i got a's in both my classes and i was like this is why this is what happens when i don't have to study stupid biology before these tests oh my yeah, it was god weird. But there was somebody else in my summer class who was also in that class. And she was like, that class fucking sucked. Fuck that guy. He was such a yeah. dick. So. Oh, my God. So that was my Asshole. traumatizing. Be careful what you just say to young people. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ, you look smart. Yeah. I'm not kidding. I, I, but I had a, I had a teacher you. in high school who publicly shamed me and that fucking sucked that was i hated that bitch tell me that story if it was ninth grade yeah it was ninth grade yeah it was so long ago who cares um and i was in the honors english and i shouldn't have been to be honest because i just Mm -hmm. dicked around and i didn't try i don't know i was still in that remember when you're in middle school you don't have to try you just show up and you get an a yeah was it all high school was it all different well yeah was it, was also, it also the like when you're in middle school and it's like not cool to care about shit or try? No, it was just that you didn't have to really try that hard to do well. Okay. Yeah, fair. Um and so we had to write, we read um Antigone. It's yeah, a- I've I've I know what that is. Yeah, well, I fucking hate that story, and it's because I'm holding a grudge against this teacher. <laughs> and I mean, so it's, it's not like it's like the most happy go lucky story, so that's fair. True, fair. I don't really remember it. I think she dies. I think it's a tragedy. Greek tragedy. Anyway, it doesn't matter. She's like so, related to Oedipus, isn't she? I think so. I think she's Oedipus's some, daughter some... or sister yeah. or some shit. She's like remember. connected to Oedipus. I never looked into her. it because again, because it was so traumatizing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair. And so she 
Oh God, damn it! This sucked. I haven't thought about this in a long time. Oh, is this like triggering yeah. to talk about? No, it's been so long, and it literally doesn't matter anymore. Um, so we had to write a paper on it, and my Microsoft Word or whatever just auto-corrected Antigone to something else. So her name was spelled wrong throughout my entire paper. And I was 14 years old and I didn't notice. Yeah. And so she brings it up in front of the class. And she said that like, basically, oh, and you guys, somebody in this class isn't trying very hard, whatever. The name Mm -hmm. was spelled wrong, blah, blah, blah. Throughout the, And then I had to sit there because I knew it was me because we got our papers back. And then she said that. And then I had to listen to all of my classmates without them knowing it, make fun of me. And I just sat there like, oh, my God, they didn't know it was me, but I but, knew it but was she, me. But she, she knew them? it was me. Oh, yeah. yeah, absolutely. She did. And I just thought, what an asshole. Oh, my God. It was so traumatizing. Oh, my gosh, dude. Yeah. I. Oh, man. Yeah. Like, what a fucking idiot. This is so simple. The, the name is the fucking title of the you can't even figure that like all the things I had to listen to. And I was like. so then i decided to drop the class good for you (laughs) and then we had to read old man in the sea and then i didn't read it and then i had to take one final test which i knew it didn't matter because i was dropping the class and so i just kind of sat there and i was like you fucking bitch how dare you do that to me that sucked that because the thing is i guarantee you she does not remember that and i will remember that for the rest of my life yeah yeah that's and so, it's like, oh, oh whatever. God, it so doesn't matter fuck. anymore, obviously. But at the same time, it's kind of like if you have the responsibility of raising young people who are very impress- impressionable in your younger years and who are very fragile, impact, and who are very yeah. fragile and figuring out who they are and understanding their changing prepubescent bodies, you have to be fucking careful what you say because it sticks. Yes. I will remember that for the rest of my life. Oh my God. I. <laughs> I hate people. I hate. Yeah, she didn't like me, but whatever. I got out of there. It was fine. Screw her. This is what I'm talking about, though. This is why I need adults to deal with their shit so they stop (laughs) re-traumatizing children the way that they were traumatized when they were children. It's a cycle, people. We have to break it. If I... I'm was dead ever to become a teacher so i would be fucking serious I would, that. if someone was fucking around it's like you pro you call them in privately and be like what's going on not right. you're not doing a good job you need to show up yeah do, 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 do. yeah i actually had a well you're not making similar... me want to try hard you're making me want to roll over and be like yeah you're right i give up yeah. you're right you're absolutely yeah. right fuck me i'm the worst yeah but exactly that's where you learn all those fucking nasty things that you say about yourself and why when you're 26 years old and your boss texts you at 10 a.m. on a Saturday morning and asks to talk to you, you start freaking the fuck out because mm-hmm. <laughs> he's confirming all the shit that you've learned to say about yourself. Yeah. God damn it. Jesus Man, this was such voice. a downer episode. Whatever. I'm in a bad so everyone can deal with it. Sorry, world. Actually, I'm not sorry. That's the whole point. Oh, my default setting is sorry, and I'm trying really hard to fucking break myself of that habit. Ugh. I actually, your story is interesting though, because I had a somewhat similar experience, less traumatizing because I had a really good rapport with that teacher. And I, I think he just handled it with more tact than your teacher did, but I spelled heroin as heroin. 
Mm-hmm. Like I was drug. trying to talk about like the female hero yeah. of a story, but I spelled it like the drug. Yeah. And because he, and he called he called me out on it in front of the whole class. But it's because I was a really good student. And you just fucked up and, and... I just fucked up and it was like a simple thing, but it was it illustrated his point. And so he was kind of like, Can I pick on you? I'm picking on you now. I hope that it's okay that I'm picking on you. And then Yeah, like, that's a little different. <laughs> Yeah, very, very different than what happened to you. Oh, I didn't have rapport with this woman at all. Yeah, that's what's so fucked about it. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah, she fucking hated this, me. I, this is this is something that drives me so crazy. <clears throat> the way that adults disrespect children. Yeah, she really had it out for me because we, she, I remember another activity we did was we had to write a thesis statement for an mm-hmm. essay for a book. Don't remember which one. And she would go to go around and she would like, tell me your thesis, read it to me. And then she would critique it or whatever. I remember with mm-hmm. me, I read it and she was like, all right, so what, what else? And I was like, that's all I have. She's like, well, so what, like, why is this important? Like, why are you telling me this? Not, oh my God. not like, why are you bothering me with this? Brain? But like, basically your thesis sucks and it makes like, it's not strong, yeah. but yeah, she could have exactly. said it a little different i was 14 right. do you know how young yes. 14 year olds are have you yeah, seen a 14 year old recently also babies. also i gotta say this is very much in your defense i worked as a tutor for the writing center of my college and like 20 year olds don't know how to write theses yeah like it's not like it's an easy thing yeah it's it was like my first to write. go around of a thesis statement right and she oh she hated me it's such bullshit sorry i survived it i know but it is interesting that i still so vividly remember that and i don't remember no i mean i guess i remember a lot from high school (laughs) never mind (laughs) but that's the one where like if i have to instantly go to hey think of something bad that happened to you in high school i'm like there it is you're like that's the fucking that's the ticket right freshman year was hard for me though I did not enjoy my freshman year. I didn't like who I was in my freshman year. Isn't that interesting? Like, I really didn't like myself. Yeah, I think it's interesting. And I think it's really sad and really hard to deal with. And I think that most people that age deal with it, which is why it pisses me off so much when people are like, teenagers suck. Like, do you remember being a teenager? It's hard. It's really hard to be them. Yeah. And it was hard because I felt like the reason I didn't like myself is because I felt like I was changing myself to be in this friend group that I didn't, mm. I just didn't belong in there. Yeah. And then I stepped back and was like, who, what the fuck is wrong? Why are you behaving like a ugh, ugh, ugh. 14 was not good. But again, it's like, that's, that's how 14 goes. Like, like that is 14. Yeah. that is 14 and you're in your that's like in your defense right it's like yeah in my defense I was 14 <laughs> you were 14 yeah. yeah yeah I didn't know any better right yeah it's hard to be 14 it's hard to be most ages but 14 is super hard it's hard to be, yeah yeah that's true <laughs> yeah, I am better equipped now being human is hard work I'm somehow better equipped and worse equipped. Like the longer life goes on, the more shit happens. And I'm like, wow, I have to deal with this now too. <laughs> yeah, I just, I'm I, backlogged. I, I think it gets easier personally. Well, brag about it, Brooke. 
Cause just like you just start collecting life experiences and you start understanding. Cause like, imagine if you were 14 and your boss was a teacher and for whatever reason they had yourself and you had to do, you had to deal with this conversation and prepping for this conversation at 14. Yeah. I think that the way I I would have been not handling that very well. Oh, for sure. And I I still wouldn't handle it well, but I would, I handle it better. Yeah. Even at 22. I think for me though like I think about why it's so difficult to handle that right now at 26 or however the fuck old I am like the reason that that's so challenging for me to deal with right now and why it took me like a full 24 24 plus hours to get to the point where I could even like calm myself down enough to I literally had to write myself a letter (laughs) I think that that's because of all of this like all of these responses that I've developed over a really long time so like all of these things have happened to me all of these things that I've lived through whatever and again like I I want to say because I feel like I was you know ragging on my I was ragging on Algonquin for not recognizing his privilege I've lived a very privileged life and I've also seen some shit and like to me if I hadn't seen some of that shit I might have an easier time dealing with this interaction with Algonquin because I wouldn't have all of these negative self scripts I wouldn't have all these triggers like I wouldn't have all these mean nasty things that I've already that I already say to myself that he's just confirming or you would be like such a blank slate that any kind of negative influence you just don't know how to handle it but because you've had hard things you ultimately i i don't know because i don't that's kind of depressing like i would like to think that you can just have a well-adjusted life oh, and I think then it's totally impractical and not and it's not but i think realistic. that we should be uh i think we should be able i you are a hedonist watch. though you are a uh self-declared hedonist so yeah that's true i'm like a hedonist and a nihilist yeah you Which are actually actually i think those make sense together where I'm more like, well, that's not very practical, so it makes no sense. Yeah, and I'm like, not but that. it, but ouchie, it hurts. I don't want it. <laughs> I don't want it. No, for me, it's always what it is for me. Always, so far, always, it's been. Yeah. There is a statute of limitations on how bad it hurts and how. Mm. They, oh, I couldn't have told that story for the, my whole high school career, probably. Yeah, but it's been yeah. so long. I was 14. I'm 29. Like I'm cont- like it takes me back talking but like whatever yeah that's interesting because I think about yeah I think that I sort of operate I've in certain instances right when I'm talking about like the shit that I've seen like the stuff that's been hard for me to deal with like I I also instituted a statute of 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 violations of limitations and then like once the statute was up I was like okay I can face this now and then it kicked me in the ass (laughs) it ran me over like a fucking Mack truck (laughs) emotionally spiritually right now I'm ever seen somebody in like a full body cast in the hospital where they're like (laughs) arms and legs are like Mm -hmm. suspended from the ceiling yeah that's that's that's, that's you spiritually. Right oh. That's well, me spiritually. That astrologically, was me spiritually... this is a very hard week. So I'm sorry to let you know that, but also just buckle oh up. Yeah. Great. Can't wait. I uh 
there's going to be power struggles. Oh, oh, nice. <laughs> Just know that it's all happening. It's all part of this bigger cosmic plan. <laughs> yeah, great. Fuck. Oh, man. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay, so we've been talking for a while. Do you yeah, want to tell your bookstore? At least an hour. Yeah, yeah, at least an hour. A book your bookstore. Sure. I found yeah, more uh, than an hour. I found a really wonderful grungy little bookstore that is walking distance from my new apartment. Um and I'm gonna look up what it's called to make sure I get it right and I'll I'll plug it in the in the show notes. Um I I want to get this right because it's a Vonnegut reference. Okay. I'm looking on the map and I'm narrating because I feel bad that I didn't have this pulled up ahead of time. Well, then I'll fill the space with this for the bewitching hour, which technically it's my turn, even though you didn't go last oh, week yeah. because we it's could an even up. number. And we I just want to make sure that everything, well, I don't have that something very important. I just have a little sub important thing to talk about. Yeah. Evan called me out and he phrased it exactly like this when we were at the at Encrusted Butte celebrating for the wedding. He said, so I hear you like you want to kill cancer people. And I was like, what? And he said, you said it on the podcast. And I said, well, that sounds ah. like something I wouldn't say. And I don't remember saying it, but I believe you. Who knows what I say? I say a lot of things, Evan. And he said, you said that the Zodiac signs, you'd kill cancer. Fuck, Mary kill. And I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah, I did. I just wanted to let all the cancers out there know I love you. I do. But in fuck, Mary kill, you got to choose. And I just, you know, I mean, I had to, I just love Pisces and I want to fuck Scorpio but you're lovely and very kind and gentle. You know what? I'll give, I'll give cancer people this except for Evan. I love, you'll know why you'll see why you'll see why I love when a cancer son, they are always so tender with their touch. They'll just like, give me a little pat on the back or like rub me or like do something like very maternal. And I was like, that felt good. And I'm sorry that I had to kill you. (laughs) <laughs> no, I'm sorry that I had to that's you. my little that's my bewitching hour segment it was very short that was a beautiful segment and I'm, I'm and I'm sorry find, to all the cancers I'm gonna find a noise to like bracket that segment oh yeah the bewitching hour yeah okay yeah. we should make it a bigger deal next time this was this podcast was that was the first bewitching we, hour this podcast <laughs> Yeah, the first bewitching hour was much like the first episode of this podcast. <laughs> yes. It yes, will get better with time. We're figuring it out as we go. Yes, 100%. Well, we love that. I found the bookstore. Okay. It is called Kilgore Books. And their logo is Kilgore and then a little trout. Which is a Vonnegut reference. I don't know the reference. Okay, so no, you're fine. I I, I honestly had to look it up because I kind of forgot. I was like, that's definitely Vonnegut, but I yeah don't remember all of it. So Kilgore Trout uh, is a character created by Kurt Vonnegut. And he, I think he pops up in more than one of Vonnegut's books, but I believe he's in Slaughterhouse and he's sort of like a, um 
loosely autobiographical-ish kind of person because he's like Kilgore Trout is a science fiction author Mm. in the stories okay and then obviously like Kurt Vonnegut is known for being a science fiction Mm -hmm. writer he's like the person that made science fiction popular right not even not even necessarily popular I mean I think that's part of it but like he is one of the (laughs) first science fiction writers whose work is considered literature like I think oh interesting okay it was just kind of like almost like comic booky yeah obviously not comics but just like fanfic almost what you would call it it wasn't it just wasn't taken seriously yeah yeah yeah. so I think the fanfic comparison is actually a good one because it's kind of I think most people like turn their noses up at fanfic a bit they're like oh really even though that's where we learned Twilight came from so well Fifty Shades of Grey just kidding 50 shades of gray <laughs> one of them well yeah yeah You're right it was but that's true shades. but it's and that's kind of i think that's why i like one of the reasons why i like vonnegut so much is because he is he's got like some does edward vibes. cullen have red hair <laughs> what no <laughs> okay like an auburn i don't think so i think he has like brown hair in the book though yeah, because I, think I very the- distinctly oh, remember my mother tried to get me to read Fifty Shades, and I read like three pages. I was like, "This ain't it, sis. This ain't it. This ain't it." Uh, and I very, very, very distinctly remember that he had like dark auburn hair, or whatever. And then I was just sitting here thinking, "I wonder if the characters are based upon the looks of the Twilight characters." I don't have any mm-hmm. idea. All right, I'm ultimately it doesn't I... matter. What book did you get, a Kilgore Trout? Or it was. Wait, say uh, that again. What about this bookstore? Is there anything more? I I don't care about Twilight. Oh no, it's not. He's uh, hang on. When reading Twilight, Edward is described to have bronze hair. What is bro- what color hair? Is bronze like hair. red? Yeah, maybe so, he does. So maybe this was like truly a fanfic. <laughs> Just Ma- yeah yeah because okay, then i think uh the- i think in the i think the girl i forget her name bella oh in the in uh, 50, 50 shades? shades it doesn't matter the girl i in have 50 no shades, idea i yeah. think she has brown hair pale skin that's really funny <laughs> so they didn't even bother changing the character descriptions that's so funny. oh my god and obviously the author of so twilight much. Yeah, the author of Twilight obviously doesn't own those characteristics. Yeah, right, right. Come on. But the, yeah, yeah, yeah. The ties are your life. That's funny. Yeah. Okay, Kilgore L. Trout. Kilgore, Kilgore Books is what the place is called. Oh. And there's a trout, like, as part trout of the imagery. But I, f- I was really proud of myself because I, I was like, Kilgore. And then I saw the trout. I was like, oh, Kilgore Trout, like Vonnegut. And the, the guy checking me out, I was like, yeah, 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 that's it. And, uh, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm, I was an English major and I wrote my thesis on Vonnegut. And he was like, cool, being cool. <laughs> Please <laughs> leave. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Um, I got a book on drawing, actually, like an instructional kind of thing. So I want to oh, get yay. back into it. Yeah. Yeah. Like I used to love doing art when I was a kid and I just at some point decided that I wasn't good enough. It's easy. To yeah, exactly. It's really dumb. So yeah. I just want to like get, get more into it. Um, 
I also, <laughs> this is one of the things that I was thinking of as a consolation for the potential of me losing my job tomorrow. Yeah, what? <laughs> that, um, actually, I don't know if I've ever shown you these, but a while ago, I mean, like a couple years ago, I thought that it would be really, I, I was like looking for a card for somebody who was like going through a hard time and I like just wasn't finding anything that was very honest or like fitting for that person's situation and I was like we should have more greeting cards that are like about how much life sucks <laughs> and are more honest so I like this oh my cat. Oh, it's a kitty my cat is penetrating the fort um so I was like oh I think it'd be really funny and also like pretty nice honestly to have like greeting cards about like mental health shit and like mm-hmm. stuff like that like stuff that you don't really find as much you, you can find it more now but certainly when when we were growing up that was like happy birthday or happy anniversary and that was like if anything else you were kind of fucked um so it was actually I thought of these when I was working at that church do you remember that mm-hmm. and there was a writer's group at the church that I went to a couple of mm-hmm. times because yeah. I've been looking for a writer's group and Anyway, I shared with them some of my greeting card ideas. And one one of the ladies in the group who was like a total curmudgeon, like really, really uh, like grumpy old lady. I love her, by the way. I, that is not, that's not a dig at all. She's like very, I, I just kind of love people that are like, don't put up with anyone's shit. And so everyone like walks on eggshells around them. Like I love mm. those people so much probably because I want to be that person that's like I truly don't give a shit about what other people think about me so I'm not gonna people please that sounds like that sounds like my ascension yeah (laughs) that's like me reaching nirvana anyway so she was so into my greeting cards she was like the and that's the thing right like I knew that she was being honest I knew she wasn't blowing smoke up my ass because she had no interest in pleasing people like none whatsoever so her being like super jazzed about it was really really flattering and she she was like sending me examples of like e-cards like like digital cards and was like you could do it like this and like you should look into like publishers and shit she was like so serious about it and I was like maybe there's something here if dress Jesse Tremutolo that's her name (laughs) Jesse Tremutolo Jesse thinks I can do it maybe there's someone here so I was telling myself that if I get better at drawing, oh, you could make you could make cards your again, cards. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so we'll see. Might might have a little uh, little side hustle there. I hate I hate that. I I don't like that language. I don't think people should have to have a side hustle to survive. But whatever. Yeah, it should just be like a fun passion project yeah yeah so we'll see so I got that and I also got a copy of Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy because that felt Mm. like a whimsical entertaining silly that was like silly enough and outlandish enough that yeah and just truly escape problems maybe yeah so (laughs) we'll see but it was a really cool store Kilgore Books if you're ever in the Cap Hill area check it out it's right next to a similarly grungy record store called Wax Tracks. Hmm. Yeah. And it's actually right next to that pizza place. 
Yeah, we found like three gems in a row when you yeah. walked me to my car. Thank you for that. Yeah, yeah, of course. Brooke drove me home after I walked her to her car. To be clear, yeah, we looked out. We both looked out for each other. Yep, because it was very late at night. It was very late at night. Well, do you have anything else? I think we should stop. I think we're at like an hour twenty right now. Yeah, honestly. I think we are. Whoops. <laughs> They're getting longer. I don't care. It's It's our podcast. Exactly. Uh, We haven't made that clear every episode. (laughs) Every episode. You know what's so funny is we say that so like indignantly every episode. Mm -hmm. And like the more indignant we are, the the more obvious it is that we don't believe that. (laughs) (laughs) That we have to like convince ourselves that it's okay, that it's our podcast and Uh it's however long we I feel like every podcast it's I'm interrupted by something. Either I have to pee or I have a cat or the dog or my audio or it's funny you say that because that's what I was saying when you were gone (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh every podcast is punctuated by the fact that when we very first start there's always some kind of audio issue that we have to sort out always always uh the inability to wrap a podcast up (laughs) every episode the 15 minute long intro the and the 20 minute long outro. Yeah, every podcast is yeah. the promise of, oh, we'll do that next week or, oh, we'll post that on yeah. the Instagram and then we don't. Yeah. Whoops, I need to update mine. And lastly, yeah, I think um, oh, I had another one. Fuck, what was it? Oh, no. Oh, lastly, it is, oh, that's, that should be the title. Oh, what? That's it. That we always say that. Oh, there's the title. Oh, is that the title? That's the podcast in a nutshell. That's hilarious. That's actually, yeah, that's a very good summation. Yeah, of what that's this podcast accurate. is. Yeah. It's a roller coaster. And if you don't like it, then get out. Hey, what's free is free. What's free is free. That's true. That's so true. All right. Well, I mean, on that note, do we just. Let's try to wrap this up. Okay. Let's head over to the outro. Okay. <laughs> Oh, we're still recording. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, beautiful. Well, once again, thank you for making it as far as you did. If you've gotten to this point, perhaps you're willing to go a little bit farther. Take a chance and email us at a.white.noise.podcast at gmail.com and let us know. I know I was really hyper focused on <laughs> on the name. Uh, let us know what's the what today's uh, today's homework assignment is. Let us know either why uh, like a mean thing a teacher said to you or oh. your least favorite job. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. Least favorite job, I think, is. Yeah. We should do this more often. You should either email us your answer or DM us on Instagram white underscore noise underscore podcast underscore that's a great idea uh, i like this a lot maybe because yeah, i just actually, invented it i know <laughs> brooke thought of that either on the spot or had it planned and just didn't tell me and surprised <laughs> me with it and it was really fun and how about this the best answer will um give a shout out in the next episode yeah and then it'll just be crickets it'll be fine it'll be fine and fun um, also, I forgot to mention at the beginning that I finished a little cute Halloween embroidery, so that'll be my 
project oh, for the week. Okay. I also need to update from the wedding and then my um, my other embroidery. So I will yeah. do that tonight. Oh, I haven't done from the wedding either, I don't think. And we have no, because of I each needed other. to. Yeah, I needed to. We'll get it all sorted out. Um, and then next week. I, yeah. I just need to look at the calendar. We have to record next week because it's the last week of October. We need to have a spooky episode. We definitely have to have a spooky episode. And I will have oh things Oh my prepared. gosh, the last week of October. Yeah, it's the last That's fucking week. So bizarre. So next week we're going to have a spooky episode and I will prep it and then I'll Beautiful. text you and we'll have... Can I have, nice. the, can I have the bewitching hour next week though? Yeah, you're supposed to because it's an odd number. Oh, yeah, that's right. So... It's going to be episode 17, which is a great number because it's a 17. I do like 17, so 17 is yeah. That's good numbers to me. So, yeah. look forward to next week. We will... It'll it'll be our Halloween episode. Our first yeah. holiday. Oh, my gosh. That's right? so fitting. Yeah, that's witchy as shit, dude. Because we didn't celebrate... We didn't do, like, a July 4th or, like, We didn't Labor do Day July 4th. Yeah. Oh, of course not Labor Day. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Labor Day? After what we just talked about? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that's a good point. Yeah, and okay. I don't think we... Yeah, this is like our first true holiday episode. Wow, so. that's so exciting. I love that. And I'm us. off tomorrow, so my homework tomorrow is to prep for the Halloween episode, and I will do it. It's so beautiful. I'm so excited. I'm excited for this for the spooky episode. Okay. Right. Well, I apparently I have a lot to prep, so I'll I, I got a lot to do. I'll see you next week. All right. Bye. Pod you later. Ghost stories. What did? How did I say it earlier? <laughs> ghost. Ghost stories. <laughs> ghost stories. <laughs> it was more old timey than that. It was. Next I week, tune in next week for some ghost stories. <laughs> <laughs>